Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Owner's Box. Actually, lucky episode number seven. I'm Andy Haynes, the um, intern uh, intern for owner. I'm, I'm interning for ownership at Wagme United, um, owners of Crawleytown FC, and I'm joined by co-chairman, owner, Preston Johnson. How are you doing, Preston? I'm doing great, man. Nice to have uh, three points under your belt and, and have a day where you, you don't have to be afraid of the social media streets. We're, we're one win away from mid-table. That's how close we are. Well, everyone else gets to play a game, too. But what was nice is Hartlepool blew a lead late, uh, so they only drew. And I think we were the only club in the whole bottom half that actually got three points yesterday. So uh, that's, that's helpful when you can get three and everyone else is getting zero or one. Well, before we dig into it, um, do you want to introduce our guest for the day? Sure, BitFutures. People maybe know him from the online streets as well, uh, mostly Twitter and Discord. But he is someone that I met originally, I think, at a CryptoPunks dinner at Nobu in uh, Malibu. Is Maybe I'm misremembering, but I think that was the our initial... Dinner. Uh, the dinner. It, the dinner might have been the, It might have been one before the one I met Eben. Or it was the same one. So it could be the dinner. It's one of two. Uh, And regardless, he's just uh, been in the Web3 kind of world the last at least year and a half that I know of. He probably can tell us more about him. But as soon as we were saying like, hey, we're going to go buy a team, he jumped at it immediately. And uh, he's just a a good person to have in our network. So uh, yeah, without further ado, welcome. Get him on. Welcome, BitFutures. How are you doing, man? What's up, guys? Thanks for for joining I did meet you at the uh, at the Nobu Punks dinner. It was uh, okay, so that was correct. Yeah, yeah. That's when I got to meet you and and Evan and a lot of the crew, like Jacob Martin and uh, and a few others. Yep, I think Hunter may have also been there as well. Anyways, yeah, it was good. The, by the way, people are gonna recognize you. Know, like, oh, you're the guy that jumped in the pool after the game after the win yesterday. Yeah. That was his pad. We were all there, yeah, joking around with everyone. Like, we got to watch all the games there now. So um, every good luck charm so far. It's a good luck charm. How was the uh, iFollow stream to uh, Chromecast? How did that do? So last season, you know, at the tail end of the season when we were watching the games, I was I felt like I was able to airplay. So this season, I've had to like do the whole HDMI hookup to my full blown iMac. Like I carry my iMac from my like <laughs> office table into the bar area, hook it up. I know it works that way, so that's why I don't. I don't mess yeah, with yeah. a system that works, even though it's like a full computer next to my TV. So I just don't even mess with it, no. Well, it's just another list of complaints to uh, field to the EFL about their broadcasting right. practices. Although I heard that Star Power has actually moved the needle and National League will be on a uh, temporary, they're going to trial uh, broadcasting National League. Oh, because of uh, Reynolds' tweet? At, at yeah, the, yeah, they, they well, made a push it for it. Yeah. So Do you wait, know when so that starts? Uh, I think it's soon. I think it's uh, okay. after the international break. Okay, nice. We just need to get like a Ryan Reynolds on our team. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. what we need to do is we need to get Hunter booked in some movies. <laughs> That's what we really need to do. <laughs> the good-looking guy that can actually play a role. I could see Hunter like hitting Hollywood for a couple years. 
Yeah. Okay. If, they, if they needed some like rugged, uh, you know, that new Game of Thrones show, if they needed some like get, a rugged background yeah. guys, me and you. Some like homeless people or Vikings. I actually, yeah, we could I actually know uh, Adam McKay has a deal to do an HBO show about uh, loggers in northern Canada. So oh, yeah. maybe you I'm could a big logger guy. Yeah, yeah both of you sure. guys. You could get on the reboot of, of Vikings or this new Adam McKay logger show. I'll just shuffle through my closet to find my old flannels. Mm-hmm. So uh, we know that you guys met at Nobu, and we'll get into the football pretty soon. But bit, uh, what's your? How, how do you arrive here today? What what brings you into crypto and then Crawley? Yeah, um, you know, just I've been dabbling in, into crypto for a long time. I actually, I think I got my first Bitcoin in 2012 because I like signed up for a wallet. But obviously that company rugged everybody and took every, took all their all the good points. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't I, have I, it anymore. Yeah, I got reintroduced kind of when it started to take off again in, in you know early 2017, just trading cryptos and got really into like uh, Chainlink and, and ETH. And it wasn't until like uh, Zed Run, I think it was like a late you know late 2020 or very very early 2021, where I was uh, just degenning uh horse horse racing <laughs> while i'm supposed to be working you know here at the so office good. just racing horses um and, and then that kind of led me down the nft rabbit hole and then eventually found CryptoPunks and uh you know saw a lot of the discourse happening on twitter uh, around that and bought my first punk in july i think it was july 1st 2021 and then after that it was over i was deep i just started you know, getting into every every kind of project, punks, comics, you know, uh, art blocks, you name it. Do you mind me asking what you did before the crypto stuff? Like, it, was there a like a a career before this career? Yeah, I mean, this. I guess this isn't really my full time career; it's more of my hobby. Um, but um, me and my wife, we have a a jewelry business. So in 2014, she she started a brand called Caitlin Minimalist, and then. About a year later, really started to take off, and now we've scaled that thing from our our living room to being the number one selling store on the Etsy platform. And we also have uh, uh, our own you know, Shopify site and selling. Oh Amazon. wow! So we went from uh, yeah, we went from our living room to a to a thirty five person team now here in Irvine. We have a distribution center here in Irvine. Amazing. That's yeah. I think yeah. Preston had mentioned that he mentioned this. Uh, this kind of American dream story that you guys have. So congratulations on that. And um, when they finally get sick of me bothering Crawley town, um, I will be coming looking for a job. If I could maybe, you know, (laughs) do some, do some content for you guys. (laughs) Um, Yeah. We are watching some more. You guys need uh, jewelry models. That's what I was going to say. Like between you and Hunter. Necklaces that go below the beard. I could sport those. I have, I actually have pretty nice wrists for a fat yeah. guy. Like we could do some wrist stuff. That's not a bad. You know, we'll do some bracelet stuff. Larger size models. That's well, that's all the rage right that's now. That's true. So. Plus size. Wrist yeah. check. Wrist check. Preston Johnson. Large wrist wrist check. Yeah. Um. So I mean, this is a special bit. You got to come on to a very first for the owners box, which is we've never recorded an episode after winning. A league game. Yes. It's all been um, hypotheticals about what should be happening. And here we are. We've arrived. And you were, you know, party to the, you were the party for the, the viewing party. Was that, I mean, 
were you guys losing it yesterday? Was it was it pretty thrilling? I thought it was great. You know, um, we had a good turnout. There's probably about 15 or 16 of us. There's a mix of some of the founding team and a mix of uh, some NFT holders who are just local in, in SoCal. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we had a blast when we first scored that first goal in the opening five minutes. It kind of uh, eased the tensions there a little bit, uh, yeah. you know, because I know it was a it was a win that we really we really needed. Yeah, Tilly, Tilly out of nowhere. Getting on the board. Did you think that was going in, Andy? You know, I was watching in a weird way. I My setup here is that my dining room table has become kind of my desk slash studio. And when I watch games, I usually watch the Discord stream on my laptop so that I can comment. And then I watch iFollow on my iPad right next to it. And so I was kind of watching the game, but mainly watching Lee because I, I enjoy Lee's commentary. And it, it, this is actually, I think this is like kind of a cute story. Lee comes into Crawley, just me asking if he's interested in it. He has no, he knows of Crawley. He knows of lower league football, but his experience is more working. Um, he's been a coach for a few clubs in their academy level. And um, he's worked with like, um a couple women's teams around the spl isn't that what's what's the epl's female side called is it spl no i, I can't think of it right, right now um it might be wpl i don't know um but anyways he now i found out about that goal because lee like jumped off the screen like he like exploded out of his chair and was just you know and then i got to see the replay on iFollow. Uh, so he's like a, a lifer Crawley fan now, which is pretty exciting. Is yeah, we call Women's Super League, I think, maybe. Is yeah, Women's Super at? League. Yeah, that's go. what it is. We, uh, yeah, we raged uh, pretty hard on, the, on those goals. And I had kind of said, too, to kind of preface what happened with the pool. Like, I'll, you know, a few beers in, just saying, I'll, I'll jump in the pool if we win. And, you know, they held me to it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I That's had to leave be... right before that. I missed it, unfortunately, but I'm glad there was some video because I didn't yeah, think you actually held my feet to the fire on that one. That's okay. going to be tradition now, where if if we win, you're jumping in the pool no matter the time of year. Yeah, and I I'm mean, in. You... hey, if if it means we win, I'm going in the pool. That's Three great. Points, I'm in the pool. No matter. That's what commitment ship right there. Um. So Is that a word. Commitment ship. Yeah. Nope. Not a word. I just made it up. But you know. That's okay. my new. It's definitely not. All right. We can that's my on. new avatar. Is commitment ship. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I I could see like certain things about the game that I could you know maybe criticize, but all in all, I thought it was basically the most consistent we played, and also just as far as like like what we talked about on the last pod, which was that we wanted to see us getting chances up front, taking shots, and. I felt like we had a ton compared to, you know, the previous five games that, you I've know, watched. I had, I had heard a lot of the ownership group that people don't hear from very regularly that in the last, I would say two weeks, um, they discussed why is it that we're not just taking more shots? And I, and they asked, you know, are the quality of the shots better that we are taking? And you actually look and that's not actually the case. And so then they're sitting there like, why aren't we just taking more shots and let's just like fire it in? Like, shit happens you know and then sure yeah. enough tilly's yeah. as well as cerula same thing he just fired one in and you know it happens but cerula's job is sometimes they rebound off and you can follow it up with a goal like 
Um, not that saying that like people are necessarily right, but they felt like, hey, we're not getting enough shots off, which is true, still is. But two, like, why don't we just why do they seem like they're a little bit afraid to take the the further ones out because of some of these other teams are putting in? Like we had another free kick we gave up, it was like a one percenter that just out of a set piece that they put in. And so um just having the action, I think, and taking those shots, even if they're small and slim, uh, obviously can add up. Liam told me that uh, Stockport fans are quite upset. They thought that they were going to really breeze through Crawley, probably for good reason, uh, considering our record. But I heard that they were quite upset today from Liam. I just was speaking to him on the on the sidecast that we do for the Champions League. Um, Mike, or sorry, Bit, what was your uh, what was your like um, sport of choice before coming to Crawley? Uh, it kind of goes in, well, I have my four teams, right? The four majors here in America, San Jose Sharks, Sacramento Kings, and then, uh, Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Phillies. So my family, yeah, I know the Lakers, fan. we, you know, <laughs> we've, we've discussed this in the district. I know we have, we have the Sacramento Kings. We were found in court to have been robbed of the 2002 <laughs> Western conference finals. That is and is he breaking up for you? Is he breaking up? He's breaking up. He's not breaking up for me um, because I actually was a diehard Kings fan at this era. The Mike what? Bibby, Mike yeah. Bibby, Jason Asia? Williams, B- B- Peja, Weber. Um, uh, Weber. I mean, it was like it was one of the best teams of all time. I, I've, my basketball fanship has bounced around the Western Conference a lot. Um, I was born a Sonics fan, became a Trailblazers fan. And then Brad Miller. I think Brad Miller was your center, not bloody. So anyways, carry on. But um, you're completely right. And we probably should actually pursue legal recourse um, for that that robbed opportunity. I just want an asterisk. Just something. I want an asterisk. Yeah, exactly. Get get, get get, Kenny Johnson. I I don't even know if I've told you this yet, but... but, I'm going to get a little vulnerable with you guys. Are you guys ready for this? I mean, I was pretty young when the shot happened that basically sealed that series. Uh, I remember, so I grew up super religious, went to church on Sundays. My parents, one of the rules was you couldn't watch TV on Sunday or watch sports on Sunday. It was like a family day. So obviously it's like game six, I think is the one where uh, Robert Ory hits the shot. I'm like upstairs. I snuck upstairs to watch the end. I was like 12 years old, I think, maybe even younger. Um and I, I see Kobe go, he drives, it gets swatted out, and Ori makes it. It was the first time in my life I cried because of a sporting wow. event. I, I was in tears. My phone started ringing because my friends were calling that, me. That's funny because that's the first time I cried as well. <laughs> the other <laughs> way. Yeah, I cried <laughs> tears of joy. But uh, Robert Ori, forever on my echelon of like heroes. It's just That's like my first moment where I mm-hmm. felt like, holy cow, I'm so attached to this team, and I didn't realize how much so. Um, but anyway, I'm sorry for your loss. And yeah. your dad was not a huge Lakers fan, right? Mine? Yeah, he's, yeah, he grew up in Utah. He's a jazz fan. Wow. And I was like too cool, like contrarian. I didn't want to be a jazz fan. Plus, they just always lost to Michael Jordan when I was younger. That's all I remembered. So as soon as I was like eight or nine, I just was like, I'm a Lakers fan. I grew up here. It's, it's easy. Nick Van Exel, first favorite player like, of that era. Yeah. My first time crying because of a sporting event, this really will tell you who I am was I had a TV in my bedroom next to my bed that was my mom's old TV, and I was allowed to – I was given no guidance as to what I could do. I watch TV all the time. Um, and I usually put my face up against the TV. Like, I watch it like an inch away. But um, 1990 
ni- the 1990 Winter Olympics, Alberta Tomba swept the all the skiing events, and I only cried because I I had gotten so excited I got a hernia, and so I had to be rushed to the hospital, and I, I was crying really? from pain. Yeah, oh, man. There you go. Of People don't know this, but Andy Andy was actually like a semi professional junior like Olympian skier. I was never oh, okay. I, no, I, I, I was never sense. destined for the Olympics yeah. because I didn't have um you know like blue blue blood money um but I was <laughs> I was really good with like I think I could have been somebody had I had like discipline and foot, like you know what is it resources something like that but it money. was just yeah, yeah. yeah so I was just I was uh I was decent and then by the time that it was like go time I'd blown out both my knees and kind of messed up a disc in my back so now i get to just tell the story of what could have been i'm one of those guys already i was 37th in the nation for one day for one day i was 37th in the nation so it's pretty good the, uh the the king's uh going back to that ori shot th- that was like my 21st birthday so it was a kind of a drunken oh no blur, that whole series there so that's that's also why i was uh in tears crying <laughs> You wet your pants. That's <laughs> uh, so good. So, uh, this weekend we have Don. Is it Doncaster this weekend? No, no. It's Crew. We're playing Crew this weekend. Crew Alexandra away, right? Yeah, up in yep. uh, the Mornflake Stadium. Do you know anything about Crew, Preston? Have you been following their stats? Uh. I know a little bit about them. I mean, they haven't played very well themselves either. So um, if you actually want to, I can pull up the League 2 standings. They're a couple spots ahead of us, but um, nothing too crazy. Honestly, it's a team. Let me see. Oh, I hate how whenever I go to UK sites, I have to. It doesn't matter. You have to accept their cookies? Yep, all of them. They're all, they're in 10th. They're 10th on the table now. So they've moved up quite a bit. Good for them. Um, I feel like when you go to a UK site, it doesn't say, do you allow all cookies? It should say, allow all biscuits, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. They say, I guess cookies and biscuits are different now in that sense. That's a good point. They have three wins, three draws, two losses. Um, I was going to add what? Just give me a second to pull up the actual like markets on this game. And we're going to be, by the way, how big of an underdog do you think we were to win that game on Saturday? Do either of you guys know? No, I don't, I don't look at the betting markets against Stockport. Oh, you mean the one yesterday? Um, yeah, 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 yes. Sorry, I, I said Saturday. I meant yesterday. My bad. Two to one. Yeah, we were three to one almost against mm. Stockport. And we're at home, and Stockport was. You know, they only have one more point than we do on the table. So it's just interesting how the market perceives us relative to others. So anyway, on the road against crew, I envision, you know, a similar, we're probably not going to be quite as high as three to one, but we'll be decent underdogs. I'm, I'm not seeing it uh, lined yet. I was going to look and see what the lines are or odds are, but they're not up. Um, but anyways, that's, I mean, we got to just find more ways, like similar to Salford. We go on the road there and, you know, got a point out of it. We were four to one dogs in that game. Uh we just have to find ways to get points and, and generate some goals, which we've been able to do. I think the most interesting part about this little run, if you can even call it, is we are unbeaten for five. The problem was that we just couldn't win the league games. Now we have a league game, and if we're able to get a result Saturday, we will have gone a month without losing a single game, which is impressive. Like it's something to build on. And then considering all the injuries, you know, I was telling the guys there uh, at the game yesterday at, at Bits House, you know, arguably our six best center backs are injured. 
running. We've had to adjust quite a bit on the style that we trained all offseason to play, which is out of the back, and we're adjusting to playing long, and we're having to adjust how we, the forwards can play because they're not as tall because we didn't build a team for playing long necessarily. It's been uh, adapting, I think, in real time has been um, fun and challenging, but we're also seeing it kind of pay off, and I just have to give the club and Kevin and everybody a ton of credit for finding ways to, to at least get, you know, some, some draws and then the finally got the three points yesterday. What yeah. is the status on our injury list? Like uh, throw the player out. I can probably tell you guys uh, Dion, I think is three or four weeks away. Um, he's October for sure. Frankum. Frankum is, he's like day to day. Dion, by the way, started doing a light training on mon- Monday um, okay. for the first time in a while. So, I mean, he's back and like trying to get going. Frankham was ready to come back. And then when they went and were at Manchester United training, he like heard a completely different, um, <laughs> like it was his heel, but like it was right after he was supposed to play the next day. Uh, so that was frustrating, but it's not that serious. So he should uh, be returning as well. Toby, I'm not sure how public it is or not, but I mean, he's, he'll be out a while. I'll just leave it at that. Cause I should probably have done more research before I mentioned his name, but he's, he's out for a significant amount of time. Uh, Travis and Mazid were both limited to 30 minutes. They came in at the end for not even that, but they've actually, neither of them have been a hundred percent. So they weren't cleared to start. Uh, but in theory should be uh, much healthier in the next week. Um, okay. anyway, those are some of the, Oh, and then Joel Lynch has been injured since preseason, but I think last I heard he's about two to three weeks away. So in theory, right. he could be someone that also could help us in the back there. And then, um, you know, we've gotten healthier up front, obviously, with Dom returning, him finally getting his first goal of the season. He almost had two. He had a really yeah. good opportunity um, that he just put right at the keeper initially, and then he was able to score a few minutes later, um, which, by the way, we pressed up front, created you know a mistake. Tom just drops the pass over to Dom, and there you go. So that's, I mean, we're able to press like that and put a little pressure on our opponents. I think it'll create those opportunities we're lacking. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, don't, don't you think, like, thinking optimistically about this, um, you know, with the injuries and having to, like, make adjustments on, on our style of play that, like, once we get kind of full speed and, and, and healthy, like, we've we've kind of learned how to play both ways, like shooting, the long, you, know, you know, launching the long ball or playing out of the back and then having our full squad. I, I kind of see, like, I kind of looking at this, like, on, from, you know, optimistically that this is actually kind of like a positive if we can kind of come away with, like, this unbeaten streak here. Yeah, I think challenges. I mean, um, I was I've been doing a lot of studying of uh, Potter's style, uh, the Brighton coach that just moved to Chelsea. Mm. I thought you were doing Harry. Yeah, Harry Potter is coaching. He's actually coaching Stevenage. Um, But makes sense uh, because somehow they don't lose anymore. So yeah, exactly. Shout out to Stevenage. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all Harry uh, platform. They call him the platform seven and three quarters. Uh, But um, the the way that he plays is he has an evolving formation. So his, his formation changes throughout the game um, where he maybe will start with like a four, three, three, and then it'll turn into like a four, two, three, one. And um, just kind of depending on how the game's going. And um, I was just, I was watching the game with kind of new eyes after like doing all of, do you guys ever watch those TIFO videos? Uh, the analysis videos? Yeah, I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah. They're just so great as far as the resources, like learning coaching styles and things like that, and just like actually data on the field. Um, but um, it, I, I think it's cool that we can evolve like that. It's like it's showing, you know, like uh, so many players' versatility. Um, what uh, I was going to say was the, the kind of 
daunting thing about the injuries is we have a lot of people that are kind of like on the fence about their playability. Um, I think that's a word. Um, but mm -hmm. then uh, we got two games this week, and uh, obviously every league game is going to be important, but then we have a uh, Carabao Cup game. Or no, Papa John's, right? You're talking about the Wimbledon game, the Papa John's pizza game? Yeah. Yeah, is that that's, that's coming John's. up on Tuesday. Yeah. Carabao isn't for yeah, November. that's till November. Yeah. That's Burnley, right? Correct. Yeah, so we're playing Papa John's second round or whatever, second game of Papa John's mm -hmm. versus our rivals, which I think, you know, we're not putting a ton of stake in the Papa John's, but it's against I, our rivals. I'd like to beat them. Uh, that I'd like to beat the Combs. I mean, they beat us in our own house 2-0. What's his name? Coombs? Yes, Young Coombs, my yeah, most, really... most hated player in the, um, in the EFL. Really want to beat that guy. I despise Coombs. What do you guys think about? We've had discussions about this behind the scenes a little bit, which is interesting because, like, a lot of people were mad when we were like, three Kevin approved formations. You guys can pick who starts the game. It's like, all right. Yeah. So if they don't even want us to do that. Like, obviously, this is going to be like, if we're like considering pressing way more frequently or like changing up where certain players might be playing position wise this would be like the perfect opportunity to test some stuff right yeah like this is a game that is not league that we think there's a few things we could do better but we don't want to waste a league game testing things that are uncertain this is a opportunity to do that so um it's a conversation we're going to have more in, in depth this uh, upcoming week with kevin and dan but it's just something that um a couple items in particular that we'd be interested in just using the game as a platform to because we could try some stuff and it works and we still win like it it's not doesn't mean we're punting the game away uh, i still so. want to go for I, I, my vote is still going for my first time formation which is a one 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 and it's just a column of players right down the middle i've never heard this what's your reasoning um just kind of uh for fun, I guess. It's just really for fun. Just, you know, really upsetting. So it's probably a horrible idea. Okay. It's a horrible idea. You know, I mean, obviously. I've been watching a lot of uh, my kids', my kids uh, soccer on Saturdays. You know, I got the orange gummy bears and the blue dragons playing. And it's blob <laughs> formation. It's everybody. Yeah. yeah. They just follow the And ball. then everyone kind of just chases the action. And then the one star on each team kind of takes control, which is definitely not my kids. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so you're Definitely saying doesn't we should implement so we try that. Blob. That's for sure. I think we could That's try true. the blob. That's true. The blob might be underrated. We haven't tried it after after you turn like eight or nine, they stop blobbing. It could just throw them off, you know? It could be just yeah, like a psychological sure. thing. We could throw the blob out there you for a couple see minutes. The ball. Like, what's going on? Yeah, what we could do is we could have Dom carry the ball and then we create a circle, like almost like a like a Spartan kind of circle around Dom and we just move I mean, down I the I think field they did like this that. in Ted Lasso. I'm pretty sure you're stealing it from Ted Lasso. Really? I think so. They did that, and then they did an American football play, at like really one big game late. Yeah, yeah. All right. You want to? Are you a writer for like TV or something? You could consider that if you'd, if you'd like. Well, I tried. I tried to field and I, I tried to work in in TV writing, but um, they said I was too uh, dangerous. You know, they said no, my ideas. I don't give us an example. Um, I don't know. You just heard one called the Spartan Run. There you go. All right. They didn't Fair want enough. it, you know. They didn't want they didn't want these kind of ideas getting into the mainstream, you know, being an upsetter. Uh so obviously you you don't feel too 
many types of ways about the Papa John's pizza cup. Um, we're excited for crew this weekend. Anything else on the horizon? I mean, obviously I know everything coming up, but anything else you want to, you want to bring to people's attention? I would say I felt bad. I was trying to look up the odds for crew and I forgot to actually look up some of the the data on crew. So if you guys want to give me a second, I, I'm happy to do that. Um, I would say next week there'll be a big announcement. I'm not sure if it'll come out early or midweek, but uh, giddy up for that one. And uh, the last thing is just uh, bit features. If you had anything else you wanted to, to throw at us, any thoughts on the rest of the season that you haven't hit on yet or just um, NFT, yeah. Web3 community in general, just, yeah, feel free. Bit, are you coming back out to Crawley? You know, I really, really want to. It's just a, it's a process. I got four kids um, under six years old. I got a six-year-old, a four-year-old, a three-year-old, and a six-month-old who's actually getting milked right over here um, <laughs> next to me in the office here. We, we were in between nannies, so I had to bring them to the office. Um, but, I, you know, Andy, I didn't really get a chance to hang out with you last time I, I went out there. I know, we man. Just, we met briefly. I brought my uh, my six-year-old when I went out there. He loved it. You know, he, he, he was in the... Um, uh, got to got to go down on the field and, and meet uh, the the men of the match, you know Nichols and Balagazi, and then when we won against Bristol Rovers, we were pretty excited. You know, I wanted him to kind of like see the jubilation down uh, downstairs. So I was like, "Hey, Jay, let's go. Uh, let's go down to the locker room, <laughs> meet the players." And uh, I took him down a little too early because uh, right when I opened up the door, you know, it's, uh, I think it was, I think it was James. Yeah. James was, uh, just oh, a yeah. owl and oh, there's okay. some other guy. I just saw a lot of ass and, yeah. and my son just kind of stopped in his tracks, like, just stunned. And I was like, okay, all right. Too soon, too soon. <laughs> well, you can't introduce them to that. You know, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's not the eighties anymore where I just used to have to walk through a sea of eye level dicks while I went to any kind of public locker room. So, um, yeah, at least they were wearing towels. Yeah. The that's, that's the benefit. Um, are, do you have any projects coming up in the web three space that you want to plug before? Yeah. I'm, I've been slowly working on this, uh, this, uh, generative book. It's like an illustrated book of educating, um, teens and, and, and younger generations about NFTs um finishing up the art on that and so we should see some more stuff here in the in the next couple of months as we launch that's called the mint house if you go to my twitter you can you can see that i'm uh, i have a link to it there but as you're just uh, slowly building that out and looking to kind of help onboard people into uh, the web3 space and kind of understand it. it's a lot to kind of learn at first you know when you're entering the space yeah totally um preston by the way a get- couple notes yeah, yeah, yeah. crew they, for what it's worth, probably going to be a lower scoring game than our last few, uh, just because of the lack of shots we create. Uh, also, they're in the same boat, similar boat. Um, they're about fourth last in the amount of shots they create. They also, though, rank their top of the league in set piece goals scored, uh, which is one of our weaknesses. So that has to be a focus this week. They've scored over half a goal from set pieces per game. Their XG on them is low, so they've probably you know overachieved relative to expectation. But uh, regardless, that needs to be a focus on our end. And then uh, defensively, they uh, do not press. They're one of the, as far as the PPDA metric, was, which is um, passes per defensive action, um, they're near bottom of the league. So as far as if we're playing out of the back, um, it's a 
club that we'd prefer to play against, one that isn't pressuring us as heavily, that gives us the opportunity to move the ball up. Granted, we're not going to be playing that way, I don't think, because of the injuries. So um, it lends to us playing long and hoping we can, we can create stuff in the final third. But that's kind of just in a brief look up their uh, kind of style. They play slower, not as many shots, really good at set pieces, um, but they don't pressure you very often. So they like to play a slower so game. No fouls near the box then, huh? Yeah. No, which like, I mean, you. I was complaining about them like live. You were there, bit, but like every time they call a foul, it's like, oh, it was a bad call. Like maybe it wasn't because like right outside the box. I just worries. Like my stomach immediately ties up in a knot because people don't look at it in probabilities. But it's just like if they just calling that foul, even if it was an incorrect call, is like seven percent of the time a goal. And then yeah. sure enough, the one free kick ended up going in without it even deflecting or anything you just put it right in the corner so like those those are frustrating because uh it just is like free equity to our opponents uh and i thought the second one that led to the goal was the incorrect call and he just dove and james was just running by his side and it was luckily didn't cost us the three points yeah agreed um well uh i don't have anything to plug other than i will be in um london next week uh i think we're going to be announcing some stuff around um, the 24th, uh, before previous to that, but we'll be announcing, um, some stuff about the 24th prior to that evening. Um, but I'll be London side, uh, look for me at the top secret comedy club. If you're in the area, otherwise look for me around Broadfield stadium. Um, and, uh, Preston, you're coming out mid October, probably a little earlier. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're out there a little earlier. You have a basketball team to that's right shine i'll tell uh i'll tell you about that more a bit but it's uh i found out when i was there last time that uh like the best team in their division in basketball in all of england is in crawley it's at a private school in crawley it's like what in the world so i went i I like went and saw the facility which is it's like basketball over there is like squash here or something like you don't just have basketball facilities and they actually have so the coach's son plays at wake forest he got a scholarship there they have another guy playing professionally in canada so they were really good despite lack of facilities and then i spoke to the coach a few times and i went i jumped on his room and i said like i just want to help out any way we can let's you know crawly crawly hoops let's let's figure it out so i'm gonna go to some yep. practices and uh go to some of the games the first game i believe i'm either gonna go to the one on the fifth or the 12th depending on when i fly out all right awesome um check out bit futures at bit futures on all things social media i believe preston johnson is uh also known as sports at sports cheetah on all things social media and i'm at i'm mandy haynes uh we will see you guys i will be running the live stream this saturday for the coin holders on the discord so if you're a coin holder go pay attention to that i'll be uh talking about like the players uh hairstyles and different things like that um footy scran why my stomach's upset for that reason uh and then that's it thanks for watching the owner's box or listening and uh come on you reds let's go uh talk to you guys next I'm going time. in the pool next win I'm going in the pool That's right Saturday we'll see you again Bye.